everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Philly Sy, sitting to my right is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Well, boys. Hello. Yeah. He's we, happy. Hey, Dave. What's, what's a, you know, wide long face? Um, just, you don't call me a horse for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely not the other one. No. Well, well you walk like one. Yeah, uh, so, I guess so. Week nine is done, guys. Week nine. Mm. I mean, until we get 18 regular season games, I think we have to now say that it's officially over halfway in the uh, in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, lots of games to get to. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of news. Uh, just a couple of player bits of news here in terms of injuries. First one is Brandon Cooks. Uh, he's set to miss Sunday's game against the Steelers. The wide receiver remains in the concussion protocol. He's been out since that hit against the Bengals in London. This is the first time he's missed any real game time after appearing in all 16 games for four straight seasons. He also had over 1,000 yards in each of those campaigns. He's on 402 yards and one touchdown. But this is, I think, his fifth concussion mm. since he joined the league. So uh, this is slightly worrying Yeah, we're for, in for like, Cooks. heavily monitoring stage now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a, a down season anyway before he got this hit. But uh, I don't know he's been traded twice for first round picks, which speaks to his consistency. There's no way he's going to make a thousand yards this year. No, and I'm just wondering after five concussions in four years, whether we he needs to consider what's uh, you know, what he's doing next. Perhaps it's very much going that way, isn't it? I think a lot of regular concussions, and then you kind of have to make that decision about is do I carry on. Just seems to ramp up, doesn't it? If you had one or two, then yeah. Well, I guess it's like anything, isn't it? You you soften yourself up after one, and mm. then it happens again, and then you get softer, as it were. You know, yeah. That that injury is more susceptible. That's just you know the way it goes. So yeah, I don't, it's only going to get worse and probably harder for him going forward. I think. Dave, anything to say on the concussion? Nope. <laughs> Well, I hope he uh, hope he recovers fully and mm. uh, gets back to what he was doing. But I think for the Rams, it's not that big a deal because they've got enough other weapons. Yeah, with Cooper Cup back this season, but as still, it'd be nice to see him. As long as Cooper Cup stays fit, because yeah. he's had a couple of injuries last year with a horse collar tackle against Denver. Yeah. So as long as he stays fit, <laughs> you know all about that, don't you? No, I was sitting opposite. Delivering horse collars. <laughs> I was right opposite it when it happened. It was brilliant. Uh, let's talk about Cam Newton then. His season is over. He's on to IR. Uh, his foot injury has refused to heal. The 30-year-old has one year left on his current deal with a 21 million cap hit. The Panthers could save 19.1 million if they release him, um, but the Panthers do have over 40 million in cap space, so it isn't too much of an issue. Mm. Uh, but they did select Will Greer in the third round and may want to form the team around McCaffrey more. So I want to play a game with you guys. Mm. Where is Cam Newton going to be next year? First of all, did you see his tweet the other day? It was basically a... Because when you're on IR, you're officially... You don't have to be in the building. You can make a choice as to whether you're there or not. Mm -hmm. And apparently he's made the choice not to be. Mm -hmm. So he's going to do um, rehabilitation somewhere else. I'm assuming with a beach and you know, <laughs> a couple of Mai Tais. But Poor guy. He, That's outrageous. I know. He put out a, uh, a tweet basically saying, um, it's been nice knowing you, Carolina which is, as far as goodbye tweets go, it's pretty comprehensive that he's not going to be there next year. And also very blunt, given... Yes. Yeah, 100%. Everything. Hmm. Yeah. So, Dave, where would you like to see him playing next year? Where would I like to, or where do I think he will? Let's do both. Uh, where would I like to? I'd like to see him go to Miami. 
Okay. Um, where do why I? Why would he go to Miami? I don't know. Where would I like to see him? All right. Yeah, why would you like to see him there? Because I what I they don't have a quarterback. I don't Yet. think either of the two that they have. I don't think Rosen or Fitz are the answer. No. If you're picking someone up in the next draft, which is highly likely that they're going to be, they're probably not going to be picking overall because of our no. friends in Cincinnati. So yeah. they're not getting the guy that they originally wanted. So go and get someone who, if he stays fit, is got swagger and he's going to lead you as a quarterback. If you're picking up someone first overall, there are there are not that many guys who can come in on day one and be an instant starter and be a leader. Mm. So I think if if I'm in Miami. You're I'd like to see him go there because it's the start of a new revolution, which I'd like to see Cam be part of. Where would I? Where do I think Expect he'll go? Be, yeah. um, wouldn't shock me if I saw him in Chicago because they've got to move away from where they are. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't shock me if we saw him. Now I'm, I uh, Chicago. I'll stick with Chicago. That's okay. that, <laughs> that was my first instinct, and I'm trying to think. Legibly, legibly about where it's going to be mm-hmm. and I keep coming back to Chicago I was thinking the Skins but they're not going to move away from Haskins mm, yet no. they should but they're not going to yet no, one I mean, start no, no, no. Can... give him his, give him time he doesn't need to be starting next season he needs more time and anyone else who they do have isn't the answer at the moment so maybe getting taking over that one year's contract might be a good idea for Cam okay um, not as a permanent thing and other than that, you go, you bounce around the league. You can make suggestions everywhere. I mean, you can do well, the same. So let's hear what you've got to say then. Let's, who would you like to see him play for? Um, who would I like to? Have I convinced I, you? How are you feeling about Miami? No, <laughs> no, um, no. I, th- I think actually the, the Dolphins um, make a degree of sense. Um, I think you could maybe make an argument for the Broncos yep. as well. Okay. Has, any has any franchise with a B yeah. apart from maybe the Bills. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with you and I don't want to interrupt you but I don't think we've got the camp room to take. No, no. That's the only, that's the biggest problem. <laughs> no. I think it would be good for the Broncos though. Um I think the the, the other two probably a little bit more controversial is perhaps one of the ones with a, a team with a aging quarterback. Um I'm looking at you Jim. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> uh, Rudolph's not that old. <laughs> well, hey. Um, and and I'm look and I'm looking at the Chargers as well. Mm-hmm. See, I thought the Chargers, but Philip Rivers is what 23 years old now. <laughs> is he not 23? Benjamin? Is he not Benjamin Button? Just keeps <laughs> on getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> not by his play. So yeah, I think they're probably out more sort of slightly outsider shouts. But I actually think he'll end up um, back at Carolina. Ooh. Oh, you think he'll stay? Mm. Where would you like? Where would where do you would you like to see him? I think. Uh, in Denver yeah I think that would be quite a good fit actually I wouldn't be upset I'm not going to lie <laughs> no you definitely upgrade on what you currently mm. got well you say that yeah I do say that you're 100% <laughs> winning quarterback at the moment <laughs> yeah. good for you more on that later yeah I mean the Bears is a, a desperate team isn't it for a, a quarterback and yeah. uh, Bengals might be another one yeah the problem that I've got with the Bengals is if you're Cam are you going to want to go to a team whose line are that bad? Well, he's, he's probably just going to go wherever if, the money is. <laughs> well, you've got Joe still. Mixon there to help nullify that, haven't you? Because just hand off and let depends which season you get. That's the thing. If so, they can keep AJ Green, then that might be another entire. If, if you can walk into Miami and say you've got fourteen picks in this first round, get me some linemen. Lineman, yeah. 
If you can go, if you can say that, they need some wide receivers though, as well. You can pick up wide receivers easy enough on free agency though. I mean, mm. any idiot who can just catch in a ball is fine. I mean, ideally <laughs> yeah. someone who's completely a... denigrating the entire position. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, as as long as because most of the time you're getting a cannon thrown at you from him. Yeah. So. It, yeah, as long as you've got decent hands, not anymore, you're someone not. with soft hands. We're saying. Yeah, someone with soft hands. You don't. You don't have to be a good, uh, good runner. You don't have to be a burner. Just someone who can, who's got decent hands, and you can pick up most of those. You can pick up an Amandola or something like that. I'm not sure about down there, but you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, basically, what New England have done for years. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. it. that's why Miami and Miami and New England and New England because yeah. they can't pick up those players. They just or, can't find them. Well, you say that they've uh, they're starting to be more New Englishish now. In terms of um, their coaches, so mm. let's see which way it goes. I like Flores. I know he hasn't got a great record. Look what he's working with, but oh yeah, yeah, you can't really blame Flores for this season. No, no, hundred percent. But I think the team that makes most sense to me is Chicago. Can you imagine Chicago with a fit Cam compared to what we've seen previously? I mean, oh, it would be a huge upgrade for, oh, for, for them, definitely. Huge. They keep giving away first round picks as well, so I'm not sure what they can package up to get him. Mm. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. I think that, uh, yeah. Compensation-wise, they're not going to be getting more than about a late second, early third, surely. He was the first overall pick. He was, but he's only got a year left, and any team who's picking him up, I mean, it gives you extra value in the fact he's only 19 million in which today, in today's it's not that market. Bad. But you're taking over a contract that you have to then immediately renegotiate. You're not yeah. getting a first. No, he's not going to go for one year anyway. He wants to be paid for another... Yeah. Yep. Three, four years easy. Which means immediately you're having to rene- renegotiate a contract with massive signing bonuses. So I don't see you getting a second first, probably not a high second either. I'll be sad if he leaves Carolina, to be honest. I think oh, really? that he fits fits Carolina mm-hmm. perfectly, that whole mentality and the way he transforms the entire franchise when he turned up. No, I, li- I like the feeling of him going somewhere else and starting again. and I like the idea of that. I think it's, it's a good storyline as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's Cam Newton on where you, IR. Where do you want him to go? Where do you think he'll go? Well, the Bucks is another one we haven't talked about. But mm. if they move on from Jameis, then they will. Bruce Arians would like someone like Cam Newton to just walk into the building. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Have yeah. a guaranteed upgrade there. It's probably a fairly similar style of quarterback as well. Yeah, except less turnovers. Yeah. So that's all. The, that's all the Bucks need, as we're going to talk about in the review section. <laughs> all they need is not turn the ball over, and they've got a chance to win games. So and you can maybe throw in the Titans. I mean, they're kind of in quarterback purgatory. They've mm. obviously made the decision on Mariota. Tannehill's is pretty decent, but if he can stay fit, and he's also, are you going to trust him in the playoffs? And that's what you got to think about. <laughs> I don't think the Titans need to worry about that. No, but you've got to think about that as <laughs> did, a franchise, did you pick right? Them as your sneaky good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At points this season, they've been sneaky good. If you haven't got a quarterback that you can trust in the playoffs, then there's no point having that quarterback, as far as I can see. Who's the uh, quarterback in Pittsburgh at the moment? Ben Roethlisberger. At the moment? <laughs> he's still the number one quarterback. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, what probably, a useless point. You can probably throw better than Rudolph can at the moment. He probably could. <laughs> probably longer. Um, maybe the Jets you could throw in as well if they were mm. getting itchy on Darnold. I'd know. be surprised if they were. But maybe I think Darnold's still suffering from mono. Really? Yeah, I know someone who had it, and they were out for a year. We both know that person. They were out for a year. Yeah, yeah. So and it's not something you get over easily. Um, so yeah, he, he, I mean, it took, for someone to be out with it and come back so quickly is rare. So uh, there has to be that element of it. Mm. 
I guess not something I know too much about, so I'm not no. going to make any uh, comments on it. Yeah, so. same. Whatever happens to Cam, hopefully he gets fit at least so he can yeah, actually play the, the game. That's the big thing, isn't it? Get fit and then, yeah. Let the chips fall where they may. Mm-hmm. Let's move on then, guys, and talk about the uh, the Week 9 games. Start off with Thursday night. That was San Francisco at Arizona. Ended up 28-25. to 25. So This may have been the result everyone expected, but not the score. Yep. And showing the cards aren't actually that bad. It was uh, Kyler Murray, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Jimmy Garoppolo, though, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's usually, the last few weeks, everyone's been raving about the 49ers' defense. Mm-hmm. And the run Tevin game. Coleman yep. getting four touchdowns you know, on one game. But this time, it was Jimmy G that turned up. And he should be getting some plaudits for this game because he played really well. Over 300 yards passing. Uh, only one sack, so he was moving around okay in the pocket. Um... And he's got a brand new toy in Emmanuel Sanders. Mm. Seven Which out of seems nine. To like. Yeah, 112 yards in the touchdown. George Kittle, being George Kittle, six catches for 79 yards in the touchdown. Uh, yeah, I think that it shows that how, how complete the 49ers are this year. Yeah. That they can, at any one time, lean on any of the three phases yeah. uh, of their team yeah. and still get the result. Yeah, I think the addition of Sanders is a bit of a scary prospect now, given yeah. what happened last Thursday. I think it's just added that extra string to the bow, I think. Yeah, well done, Dave. Thanks, man. <laughs> it was all on me, was it? Yeah, we'd have to give him up. Well, it made sense for both for both franchises, really. Mm. Yeah, we were gonna Especially have, for the Niners. Yeah, we were going to have to make, make him uh, a huge contract payment next season, which we're not going to do. Um, so, yeah, trade him and get value for him. The thing that I think I thought was interesting for the 49ers, and this was the game that I watched live last Thursday... Thing that I thought found interesting was that Sanders was being hit with receptions as he was sort of near the start of his route almost. So he'd, he'd run off and it would be his head would be down, hands are down, almost lifts up and receives it. That's what you normally see when you have a quarterback wide receiver pairing who have a relationship yeah, throughout history. Well, yeah. It's what you saw with last season, particularly with um, Drew Brees and um, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. And it's been a week. So yeah. it kind of yeah. does make you think. So they practiced together in uh, pre-season because there was the joint practice between the Broncos and the 49ers. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, it has, it's happened a couple of times. Um, they should be passing to each other, though. There are instances where you will catch with the other team. That's just the nature of it. I mean, hmm. you, quarterbacks will just go out and you'll throw. And we saw there was a quarterback competition between um, Brett Rippon, who was on our quarterback squad he's back on the quarterback squad now actually um, him and uh, Garoppolo and all they were doing was just standing there having a laugh throwing it into a bin and it was just that thing of where you come together and you have that practice and you've just got so many good names at quarterback haven't you yeah, yeah. they're all really ripping <laughs> he's, he's, back, he's now our backup officially mm. so it, it it wouldn't surprise me if they'd built up a relationship in some way there just you know, but the fact is, you've got a good, very good possession slot receiver and a very, very good quarterback, and it's not really a surprise they look comfortable together. Good game as well for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, he did 241 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Took only three sacks from that 49ers yeah. pass rush, which was pretty decent. Um, a very similar rating to Jimmy G, uh, and managed to pull them back to within you know yeah. field goal range. Basically, there were some messy plays obviously mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury messed up at the end of the first half they uh, stopped, him, stopped the Niners on the fourth down but uh, Kingsbury 
called for a timeout before the place well started, so they got another chance and scored off that. Um, I suppose the the one big plus point for the Cardinals last game was uh, Kenyon Drake. Drake. Yeah, what what a conditional sixth round pick that is. Uh, 162 scrimmage yards and a touchdown on his first game. The thing is, is this another example of someone not playing well in Miami and all of a sudden going to another team and tearing <laughs> oh, it up? Yeah. There's, there's quite a few examples of that. Yeah. Especially I mean, he was week. their number one running back going into the season. Yes. Yeah. yeah, good. he's just a good player that's gone to a slightly better team and therefore yeah. looks better. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I think Although I think uh, David Johnson's back this week, mm. so his, his touches are going to go right down, down again. Yeah, but, yeah. I think yeah. The, one of the big sort of pluses for them was the emergence of Andy Isabella. Um, so he was their second round wide receiver yeah. who they picked up in the draft picked up a wrist injury early on in the season um, has been in and out of the team not many receptions they haven't really been in the air all that much now the ground game's working it's opened up the air and he was, got his first receiving touchdown so good game for him yeah he broke one didn't he which yeah. was, was nice to see and Christian Kirk back and starting to get mm-hmm. him back into his rhythm like he was last year I think I think there was one key difference between these two teams really that you can pick out quite easily is that the Cardinals just couldn't get off the field on on third down. So yep. when mm-hmm. when the 49ers had the third down, there were far too many occasions. Even in third and long, the Cardinals' defense just weren't even making tackles or getting pressure on Garoppolo. But it's going back to what you mentioned earlier on. The third downs, a lot of them were bailouts with Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Which is what he's done for years in Denver. It's you know he's the guy making the safety room net. and yeah. And if it's not him, it's Kittle. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck covering those two. <laughs> yeah, let's go on to the uh, the Sunday games. Then started off with the early game that we all attended. Mm. It was the Houston Texans smashing the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Um, yeah, probably a perfect result for Jacksonville. I'm going to say because it means now they can just move yep, in Nick Foles with no Nick real Foles. fan uprising about Old Gardner Minshew having to be benched because mm-hmm. that's what's happening. It's probably a fair shout. <laughs> Yes, not a great game for Gardner. Not a great game overall, sadly. No. Well, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. It was quite it was, cool to it watch. It was really good to see Watson yeah. doing some decent magic. We'll talk about him in a second. But I think outside of that, it wasn't the best game. No touchdowns for Gardner. Two interceptions. Uh, two lost fumbles. And lost a starting job. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, all in uh, all in one game there. I'm glad you didn't say how many yards he got, because that's, that's false advertising. Mm. 309 yards. Yes, that's false advertising. Yeah. It really is. Most of that was... Proper garbage yards. Yeah. At the yes. End. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we should talk about the the true great quarterback, uh, Deshaun Watson. Twenty two of twenty eight passing, only two hundred one yards, but uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, a rating of one hundred twenty. He was hit seven times, sacked once. Yeah. And that's the big thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because the Jags defense is they just didn't pretty decent at, at sacking quarterbacks, but uh, they couldn't get him down. Mm-hmm. The amount of times he wheeled out of tackles and managed to get the ball off. Carlos Hyde did pretty well out of that. 160 yards rushing on 19 carries. Duke Johnson as well had a pretty good game. Over 100 yards and a touchdown. Two sacks for Brennan Scarlett. Uh, two interceptions were Justin Reed and Jaleel Adai. Uh Yeah, I just liked watching a very good team Yeah, pick apart Ma- a weaker team. Murder a weaker team. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, yeah. was, it was evident that the Jag secondary is missing a star. Hmm. Um, AJ Boy is good, but he's not that good. He can't do two men's job. Um, but bonehead player of the week comes from Carlos Hyde hmm. um, with the touchback. So yeah. he's running through. All he has to do, I mean, it's yeah. if you're running down the left wing, 
you put the ball in your left hand. Mm-hmm. So if someone's going to knock it out of your hand, they have to reach across you. Yep. He didn't. Someone knocked it out of his hand. It fell into the end zone. And it was a 20-yard 20, 20 touchback. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I, it didn't matter in the end, but no. I'm pretty sure that Bill O'Brien's going to be... Cheer out for that one. Yeah. Yeah. For him, it, was, it ruined a, a really good day as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, but he still had 160 it, yards. Yeah, I mean, you know. Probably didn't ruin it that much, liver. but... It would or have been a nice probably, little Oh, I bet he was annoyed mark. about it yeah. more. Than, I bet that's the one thing he came out. Forget about what he did. It's what he didn't It's do. probably a bonus for going over 200 yards as well. So he's, he's lost that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it's like a $20 million bonus or something that he just missed. This reminded me of the Chiefs-Lions game a couple of years ago where you had one team completely devouring the other one, but mm. it was still quite entertaining because you were watching a very good team at work. Uh, yeah, there, so. were, there, were, there were some interesting... It was... It was intriguing. It was just disappointing that it wasn't closer. I yeah, think, I think probably going in there was that there was a bit of a feel that it was going to be a little bit of a shootout, maybe fairly close. It was a slow start to the game. I mean, it was mm. what nine, yeah, nine three at half time. Yeah, but then it was seventeen points in the second half, which mm. which pulled them away. It wasn't a high scoring game, but I mean, the number of fumbles and the number of hits that players were taking, it, it was an entertaining game. And twenty six three. Yeah. It's a bit of a, a climb down for Jacksonville. They've been getting better at London, so to see this one happening wasn't great. Yeah. But they've got Nick Foles coming back, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's only only good things hopefully for the rest of them on the season. Uh, Minnesota and Kansas City. This was a tight game. This was a tight game. Kansas City managed to stop the rot at home, even without their MVP quarterback, thanks to Harrison Butker, of all people. Uh, and, of course, Matt Moore. 25 of 35 for 275 yards and a touchdown. Took five sacks, but uh, had a rating of over 100. Um, mostly thanks to Tyreek Hill, I'm guessing. Six catches for 140 yards and a touchdown. Damian Williams bust a 91-yard touchdown run. Quite funny watching Tyreek pushing him into the end zone after yeah. he caught him up. Yeah, that was serious speed to catch up with him. <laughs> yeah. He was about five yards behind. Yeah. I think the other thing to remember is the Chiefs had a lot of their starters out too. Mm-hmm. We had no Mahomes, no Eric Fisher at left tackle, no Frank Clark or um, Alex Okafor at defensive end. No Kendall Fuller at cornerback. And Lauren Duvernay Tardif was out as well at right guard. So to pull off this result of 26-23 against the Vikings, I think is uh, pretty impressive. The Vikings are, when they play against a team over 500 outdoors, they're 1-15. and Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's a, that is a bad no stat. No bueno. That is a bad stat. So... Yeah, not great. If only you'd been around to tell Cy that last week in the picks. Not I, just not hey, not just me. Do you know what? <laughs> and the king. I think he did all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just there's so many theories going around about the Vikings. Every sort of NFL media outlet that I listen to has a has a different stat that blows your socks off about them. Right. There seems to be a level of inconsistency, whether it be time of the day. So it's six o'clock. Apparently they're brilliant. Turns out that's rubbish. Yeah. Um, or six o'clock well, our time. They did all right in this game. There were a lot of good, you know, good stats there. Anyway, at least. Okay, you've just sat there and said that it was a Matt Moore-led team with most of their starters out. <laughs> yes, make your mind up, man. <laughs> well, Kirk Cousins threw three touchdowns and no interceptions. Mm. Um, those touchdowns were for Carl Rudolph, Amir Abdullah, and BC Johnson, who's covering for Adam Thielen, who aggravated a hamstring injury in the first quarter. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook had a hundred yards scrimmage completion rate. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's not a great stat. No. 19 of 38 <laughs> completions. But that's I'm not always on him. He can't catch the ball as well as throw it. No. no but what he can throws. do is throw it 
Who was throwing it? He, okay, Thielen was out, but he still got Treadwell and Diggs. And I BC mean, Johnson. Sorry, who? BC Johnson. Okay, just yeah. making names up now, are we? Um, <laughs> this goes back to the trying to figure out who the Broncos caught last, I know. last week. <laughs> who I'm is still he, trying to figure yeah. out now? Yeah. <laughs> right. So Peyton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so go on about these Vikings. What, no, what happened here? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that they essentially have come up short against a Matt Moore-led team with huge amounts of injuries. So mm. yes, it was a close game, but it was a close game against not a great team. And a team who, at home, what, lost three on the bounce? This would have been their third loss. Yeah, this would have been their third loss on the bounce. I mean, come on, let's put it into perspective. The Vikings were favourites to win this game. Mm. Who did you go for last week? Vikings, yeah. And I would have agreed with you, and so would you. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, and they didn't (laughs) win the game. It doesn't matter whether you lose by five points or whether you lose by 50. They still didn't win the game. How can my heart break if Mahomes wasn't playing? Well, that's why your heart was Ridiculous. Right, so you would have had less of a hard on. We know that much. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's leave this one alone then. Let's go to Buffalo, uh, who pulled out a win here against the Washington Redskins. Haskins' first game and starting in NFL, but this was one for the running backs. I think the purists. Do you know what? this is like watching two guys at a pub fight, and what? they're both really fat and they're both knackered after one swing, and you're just watching <laughs> two guys who are basically just idiots and morons fighting. You're thinking, I want both of you to lose. It's that, a that terrible matchup. Yeah, it's an awful matchup. 24-9 was the final score. Uh, Josh Allen, 160 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. One rushing touchdown, though, for himself. But Shocker. Two fumbles, none lost. Dwayne Haskins, on the other hand, obviously, like I said, his first start in the NFL. 144 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions is always one of the key things when yeah. you're a rookie quarterback. And he was um, vilified last week for throwing an interception, which was tipped off uh, McLaurin's hands. I guess, like I said, it was the running backs that, that did most of the work here. David Singletary, 140 scrimmage yards and the touchdown for the Bills. Adrian Peterson, 130 scrimmage yards on the other side. Um, yeah, but in the end, it was the, the scoring that that, yeah. that killed the Skins. I think, yeah, the yeah, Redskins just weren't able to finish their drives. The no, Redskins' that's... performance can be summed up in three words. Three and out. That, was, <laughs> that literally was it. I mean, you've got a back who only had 18... Uh, attempts and you had a quarterback who only had 22 attempts mm. that tells you I mean the game was done in 2 hours and 40 that yes. tells you how little offence they had they just it, it was bad it was bad the skins offence has now gone 13 quarters without scoring a touchdown <laughs> ouch that, that's gotta stat. be that's gotta be <laughs> just some kind that of that's gotta be some kind of record <laughs> I don't think so but yeah I Wend- guess Wendell Smallwood at the skins trying to do his thing mm-hmm. yep. yeah, <laughs> I didn't know he'd moved I thought he was still yeah. with you guys The uh, I suppose the one ray of light for the skins if we're going to try and find something is they did manage to only allow 6 of 12 third down conversions against them so they were stopping yeah, uh, that's a running not, Bills team but that's not been their problem though has it defensively no defensively conceding the run is not the issue but defensively it's been the fact that people have targeted Josh Norman and I don't really know why they have but they have and they've been but, successful with uh, it and also being on the field too much as well mm. you raise a very good point it's a similar like, thing with us last season Yeah, well, it, we were spending the vast majority of the game on the field and by the end of it we were just knackered yeah. your defence you yeah. mean right yeah. okay well that was the uh, running back purist game of the week <laughs> Hold the freaking phone, man. Jets the Dolphins. Jets managed to lose the game to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins chose not to suck for once. 
So the end score was 26 to 18 to the Miami Dolphins. Three touchdowns for Ryan Fitzpatrick, no interceptions. It's always weird. Sam Darnold, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, started so well for the Jets as well. There's an early touchdown for Jameson Crowder, but then two touchdowns for Preston Williams and one for Devontae Parker. Turned the tide for the winless Finns. Um, shout out also to the 2018 second rounder, tight end Mike Gazicki, six of six for 95 yards. Thought he had a pretty good game. Uh, anyone watch this game? Anyone have anything to say about the Dolphins finally getting off the snide? Uh, they obviously didn't get the memo. Yeah, unlucky. I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I I'm not sure why they won this game, yeah. but obviously... They didn't get the memo. <laughs> no. I If I was... Well, the Jets got the, got the memo instead of them and decided that actually that seems like a good idea. Walked into their own locker room. Yeah. If I, if I was the Dolphins, I'd be delighted I didn't win this. I'd be delighted the fact that I won this game. Go on, NY. Because I don't want to be an 0-16 team. Mm-hmm. Suck and only win one game that's fine if you only win one game people don't remember that if you lose every game people remember it and it's a monkey on your back for a long time well yeah, yeah. only two teams have ever done it yeah so that's a big big thing mm. so get your win out of the way and it's fine so you know what if you're picking third overall you're picking third I mean they're picking fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh yeah they've got enough over yeah over so pick, I don't, don't think it's going to make too much of a difference just win a game and you're alright and that's what they've done it's going to take so much pressure off yeah, yeah, that's probably a fair point, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, and the fact is, the way that oh, the Bengals God, are playing, for saying that you can't <laughs> outdo the Bengals this year by the looks of Ooh, it. So. Yeah. It's going to be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, both kickers managed to miss field goals. Yeah, but the uh, the lovely stat here for the Dolphins is that they led for the final thirty six minutes and fourteen seconds before Sunday. They'd led for a total of three minutes forty six seconds in their first four home games. Uh, of 2019 combined and it says more about the Jets than it does the Jets <laughs> line's horrible it is it's the worst line I've ever seen it really is terrible it's not doing Donald any favours no no Bell's out as well now isn't he which was the one thing they were supposed to dump off to was a Navy on Bell that was supposed to skirt through an O-line that's not even there yeah to get there I don't know what they're thinking I mean it's it's kind of like being an F1 team and getting the world's best driver what's the point in getting the world's best driver when your car's garbage because mm. mm. that's essentially what they've done they've got a great driver but there's, they've got a great running back but there's no line Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are you can't, there's nothing, it doesn't matter if you're Emmett Smith you're still not getting through that line <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just not happening Yeah, the, the reason that he had such success in, in Pittsburgh was they had a line that could let him wait for a hole to develop I could have had a thousand yard season in Pittsburgh I'd love to have seen was that amazing. Oh, I'd love to have seen you suit it up and get a thousand yard stage <laughs> I'd love to take a hit <laughs> just, just one I might I'm only not, be able to take one but I'd love to take a hit I'm not sure even spread out over <laughs> 17 weeks or whatever that you could run a thousand yards <laughs> pipe down son alright not on a flat, anyway. On an electric bike. <laughs> Easy. Let's move on, then, to the Philadelphia Eagles, Si. Yep. You got the win, 22-14, and Mitch fails again. Shock. Horror. Those Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Bears ended the first half with nine yards of offense. Yes, they did. Must have been difficult <laughs> for you to get this win. <laughs> They went three and out on their first five. Nine yards of offense in the first half. <laughs> They've got to go and get Cam Newton. <laughs> uh, they went three and out on their first five drives for minus ten yards. Um, mm. 
They gave David Montgomery the 14 carries and he got two touchdowns though. So, yeah, all the fans were screaming for them to do that for weeks. They give him a few touches and he gets two touchdowns. So, go figure. The fans maybe know something. On the other side, Jordan Howard, 82 rushing yards and a touchdown against his old side. Zach Kurtz went over 100 yards and a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not a bad game then for you. It would have been a lot better if Alshon Jeffrey wasn't dropping three downs like it was going out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, against his old team as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just fairly comprehensive win, really. The the fourteen points the Bears got were. Pretty are, nice. you, are you putting this on the Eagles or are you putting this on the Bears? No, the Bears. Right. So. I'm putting it on the fact that you actually had some cornerbacks this week. I was yeah, impressed. We are we are getting healthy, ish. Uh, which is something. You say that, but I want to talk about Sidney Jones quickly. Then mm-hmm. he was a healthy scratch this week. Yeah. Now. He was the second round pick in 2017 size. What yes. the hell's going on there? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'd expect because hmm. I'd expect that he'll probably come back in this week or after the bye, should I say? Because we've um, released Andrew Senyeho. Sandy Hill. Yeah. Um, and there's talk about I think um, Maddox maybe going in at safety. Right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, to be a healthy scratch is a bit weird. Yeah, but maybe maybe they're giving him time. Mm. One that hasn't got any time now is Deshaun Jackson. Yes. He, is, uh, he re-injured on his first game back. They kept him out for a while to try and mm. ease him back in. Didn't make any difference because he's yeah. now on IR. So, uh, seems to, well, put it all on the doctors, but it seems that they missed something or it, it wasn't what they thought it was. And now it's kind of come... To light, mm. but it's a big well, loss. It's a big loss, and and I have to say it, it does worry me for the rest of the season because I think without him we've really struggled to stretch defenses. Um, and well, that- just run through your wide receiver core. I mean, Oshon Jeffrey dropping it, Nelson Aguilar dropping it more. JJ Arcega, Whiteside rookie, hasn't mm-hmm. really had a sniff. Yeah, who am uh, I missing? Matt Collins. Matt Collins. Fake. Not Matt Collins, but Matt Collins. Yeah. <laughs> fake what? Just fake. <laughs> but you've got two quality tight ends who you yeah. make up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the running game's coming on. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Howard's enjoying himself. Yeah, new and Sanders as well, out the back. Oh, I like Miles Sanders. But that's the thing, though. Like, the, I think the, the wide receivers you've reeled off saying dropping it, I think they benefit from getting that additional bit of space that I think somebody like Jackson gives them. Yeah. So, uh, odds on seeing Antonio Brown in Philly? Uh, absolutely zilch. Okay. No, that's <laughs> Don't a, say that's zilch. a genuine question. If, about, you're, if you're there saying that you have no wide receivers, as a genuine question, is that not a possibility? No. How about Des Bryant? He's now saying he wants to go and talk to a couple of teams next no. week. Well, the thing that was interesting is... Give me Jordan Matthews back. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was interesting is... Um, so Josh Gordon has obviously gone to Seahawks um, and he was waived by 27 teams um, one of which would have been the Eagles yep um, so I, I guess you're not in the market for a wide receiver I, well I don't think we're in the market for troublesome ones well the Seahawks are so Vegas can't be choosers so well, well no no but you know we'll make do <laughs> <laughs> seems like a bit of a, a weak spot though I don't know how far I mean it ended up with Carson Wentz only getting 239 yards and one touchdown on this on a against this of, Bears that, team on a lot of attempts. But as that's well. just that his. You look back; that's been his stats for like the last three or four weeks, like less than 
almost less than 200 yards passing on a regular yeah, basis. You're getting less than 200 yards on 48 attempts. But no, but yeah, fine. But no interceptions as well, which is obviously another big key. Yeah. So, well, it's a stout Bears defense. Yeah. So. One thing that's really, I don't know if you've checked out any social media, but Bears fans are absolutely livid with Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy right now. Um, just to right hear them, now, have they not been? Fun? Well, just to hear them say it. I mean, last year they had a, a 12 win record, so they were kind of, yeah. apart from a double doink field goal, it didn't go through. Mm. So they felt hard done by about not going through the playoffs. Yeah, you know, you're laughing. But uh, <laughs> this season it's all gone, it's all imploded. And all those people that knew that it was a reach to get Mitch Trubisky second overall when they had mm. to move up one place and give up a load of stuff just to do it for a guy that only played like 16 college games. Mm hmm. It's all easily come out of the you know, up to the surface, and you know there wasn't an awful lot of honeymoon period for this guy. It's his third year; he hasn't improved. He's regressed, if anything. He's missing wide open receivers, and he's ruining now a good defense. Yep. Because if they keep if they keep allowing Trubisky to start, then what's the point in putting a, a load of effort in mm. on the other side of the ball? Because you can do whatever you like, and you still get picked. So I think we've all said this all season long. They need to move away from him. Hmm. I think at the, beginning, at the beginning of the season, I was very much in the camp of it's his third year. You have to give him the chance to succeed. Yep. And as it's turned out, they've given him the chance and he's failed. Yeah. So I don't see what the benefit is of not putting Chase Daniel in. I think you have to bring in. You have to basically say, look, he's not our guy. We're going to move off him. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. If he's not your guy, he's not your guy. Their argument would be that if you bench him now, you you kill him basically. Yeah. Okay, but if you he's do, not your you guy, you Josh Rosen him basically. If he's not your guy, then why does that matter? Well, I don't know. They're, well, the only thing. In all honesty, what are you getting trade... for him if you trade him? Yeah. Well. What are you going to get? A third? That's if you. That's if you're lucky. You Some might idiot get, will think they can. You might roll get a third him. because yeah. you'll be able to roll with two more rookie year contracts, and you'll have him as a backup. So someone mm. with not much cap room, Dallas, will go. All right, we'll have a bit of that. They're probably still not going to give up a third, though. Mm. No, Dallas have got Dallas have got major cap issues, but let's not run with that at the moment. <laughs> so you can see someone doing that, but you're still not getting more than a third, and that's on a punt. So maybe a fourth, fourth. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Just yeah. get him out of the team and put Daniel in or someone else in. Yeah, it's a badly run organization, see, Dave. They're not going to do that. I don't see the benefit, but the thing. This is what I don't get. One side of the ball is horrifically done. You've got Tariq Cohen mouthing off and saying stuff that he really shouldn't be saying. And then on the other side, you've got a defence which looks like it's being run properly. Well-ish. I mean, they've kind of regressed a little bit. That's not really that much of a surprise with Nick, considering with Vic going, yeah. yeah, 100%. But again, look at the plays that they have got. Their defence still looks legit. Yeah. And it's two polar opposites. And it's weird, quite frankly, because you've got, essentially got two franchises... Running, being run completely differently, it looks like. Um, but I don't see any, I don't see any reason to remain on him. I just don't. Yeah. We'll see how that one pans out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I have no he's, confidence in Chicago to he's make been any time as a starter there. for this week. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's going to yeah, continue yeah. to be the starter for this week. He's going to put up the same stat line he put up last week. Mm-hmm. Seven yards. Ended up with one hundred twenty-five yards. yards. No touchdowns. No interceptions. Sacked three times. QBR of eighteen point two. Um. Yeah, ten of twenty-one passes completed, and a lot of those uh, yards were in the last. Yeah, they were. They scored. Yes, well, seven points in the third, seven points in the the fourth. Uh, Let's move on, shall we? Because that's just depressing. 
um, to Pittsburgh against the Colts. Now, this game will go down as a laces out lesson for Rigoberto Sanchez, I'm guessing, because the Steelers ended up winning 26 points to 24. They survived the last uh, last drive field goal miss by old Vinny. And the Colts got a taste of the backup's backup life when uh, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett went down with an injury. A high ankle sprain, I think it might be. No, it's a knee. Is it a knee? Well, it wasn't. So everyone looked at it and thought that it was when um, the lineman the, yeah, was Quentin pushed Nelson, back onto him. Yeah. Uh, it was when Quentin Nelson trod on his ankle. It wasn't. It was actually after that when he got pushed onto his knee. So rolled a, onto his knee, It's yeah. an MCL tear. Ooh, um, okay. But apparently where it is, they can strap it and he can play. Yeah, so yeah he's looking like he's going to play this weekend. Yeah, M- so. MCL tears aren't the worst no because it's on anyone who doesn't know it's on the side yeah. so you can strap it as long as you strap it and there's no sideward movement yeah, you need it's to, fine it's about yeah securing your yeah, and then. it's on his um, back leg as well so mm. it's easy enough his back leg rather um, than his front leg yeah rather than, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean when you're standing there on his yeah, stance yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your passing stance yeah, yeah. 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 So, I was only joking with you. yeah so for him it's not I don't think it's too much of a big deal the big deal is bringing in Brian Hoyer <laughs> Brian Hoyer to the right I mean, you know, like I said, just like Pittsburgh, they've had to taste now the backup's backup. And Hoyer, Hoyer did three touchdowns, one interception. That interception was quite costly because it meant that Minka Fitzpatrick ran back a 96-yard uh, could have ran for a million score. miles. And no one would have caught No, him. I know. That's another interception for Minka. Mm-hmm. Four. Absolute bargain. Four. Absolute bargain, man. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy that we picked him up. Mm. Yeah. I wanted him when he was actually in the draft. And there's there no way we were going to get him. But uh, managed to get him anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mason Rudolph, 191 yards, one touchdown, one interception, uh, one sack. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> well, he did what he had to. I was do. watching a bit of the game, and the one thing I actually did say is that he went through his progressions really well on the touchdown to yeah. um, McDonald. Okay, yeah. um, so he was like the fifth choice. Sort of look, 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 and he almost ran yeah. through, and it, mm-hmm. it looked legit. And then the next next couple of things, you're looking at, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not so much. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's not terrible. No, he is. <laughs> he's not terrible. Yes, he's not. I mean, they're now four and four, Dave. You can't say they're terrible. Okay, how much of that is because of your lines and your defense? And be honest, well, a lot of it is because of the line and the defense. All of it. <laughs> we don't have James Conner either. This on week, Sunday well oh yes you didn't but at the same time and no Benny Snell so it was just Jalen Samuels and we had to pick up Trey Edmonds off the street I think as another running back Ruzi Nix our fullback has been injured a lot he played a little bit of this game and left again before the end so there are pieces of the running game that aren't there at all uh, so I think to to be 4-4 four and four, I'm, quite, I'm quite surprised really I'm not saying that Rudolph I, is the answer because he clearly I don't think he is I think maybe he will be in the future, but mm. it's going to be a lot of. I think what we said here. earlier counts in the fact that if you're a running back and you've got good lines, you'll benefit from it. And his six point one average was because of your lines, not because of him. Yeah. Um, also, going on to what we were saying earlier uh, about being angry that you've won, you're not going to, you're not playing for anything. I don't think you're going to make the playoffs this season. I think even if you do, you're not strong enough to win in it. So. I think no, for the, <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is. I think, Reasons to be cheery. Yeah, I think for the most part, a lot of teams will go, well, if we lose some, we'll get a high draft pick for you. That just doesn't matter because you haven't got a first. I don't think you've got a second. Nope. So win as many as you can. Don't feel guilty about it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, I know it's kind of lost season anyway, so I might as well just I enjoy it. I was gutted it. you lost because mm-hmm. we've got your second round pick. <laughs> have you really? Yeah, we have. Well, good for you. <laughs> Who needs draft picks anyway? <laughs> Let's talk about the Carolina Panthers at home to the Tennessee Titans. Ended up 30 points to 20 for the Carolina Panthers. Who needs a quarterback when you've got the potential MVP already in your building? 
You'd, you'd like to think they'd tell him that a bit earlier, though. <laughs> They're still persisting with throwing the ball a bit. Christian McCaffrey, 166 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. He averaged 6.1 yards per carry. And then you've got DJ Moore complimenting it. Seven catches for 101 yards. Curtis Samuel, 74 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I think it was a fairly comprehensive game for the, the Panthers. They never looked in, in too much trouble. They were 17-0 up at halftime. A uh, bit of a comeback by Tennessee in the end, but really it was kind of managed. Yeah, but shot, shot Coral with the Titans, second half. What did they realise they had in their backfield? <laughs> Is it Derek Henry? Uh, I think it probably was. Where has he been hiding? Yeah. I think he's probably been there the whole time as he well. He does this though. <laughs> he does do this. At the beginning of last season, he was garbage. And I had him in fantasy. But I just and then I got rid of him. And he had that game where he had 17 TDs in one game fault. or whatever it was. He wasn't on. It. He was sitting on someone's bench, so I didn't mind all that much. I just don't think they lean on him as anywhere near as much as they could and should. I agree. Is that maybe a case of Ryan Tannehill having to prove himself in this small window he's got? Maybe, but even so, he had four yards in the first half. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The person laughing at him is Mitch Trubisky with nine. <laughs> yeah. Still don't think Kyle Allen's the uh, the answer in Carolina, to be honest. I know he I had two touchdowns. Okay. Interception by Harold Landry on the guy. Uh, took three sacks. 17 uh, completions on 32 attempts. You were talking about completing half your throws, not being great, Dave? Uh, 60% is the ideal margin. Yeah, and that, he didn't, didn't he quite made that. That's less than 60%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill. Did 331 yards, one touchdown, but two interceptions. Uh, one for Trey Boston, one for Dante Jackson. Very similar ratings between these two quarterbacks, so I'm not going to say anything hmm. I would, too, I would too harsh like, about him. But. I would like to see Will Greer get a chance, though. Mm. Um, in college, he was he was a big deal. I mean, they called him the Touchdown Jesus. That was actually his nickname. <laughs> um, but he wasn't at one of the Big 12, so... Yeah, but does I, it count? No, I think he'll get a chance and it'll be interesting to see what he can do, but I'm not going to hold my breath all that much. Um, it, what is interesting, though, the, the the greatest ever fantasy player in history in terms of points is Ladanian Tomlinson in that s- stupid season that he had. Yeah. And McCaffrey's on course to beat him. So yeah. He's on course to yeah. get nearly 500 points. It's, I wish I had him in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky bugger. Um, Hang on a minute. No, no, let's no, move no, on. No, no. I want to hear what Let's move on. I want to hear what he's No, 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 no. Serious question about McCaffrey then. Okay. Could could he actually be the MVP? Uh, he he could, but I In a world think, of quarterbacks getting Yeah, MVP. I don't think he will. I think he should, as we sit here now, but I don't even as we sit here now I don't think he would I think they'd probably give it to Lamar Jackson I I think the person who's really going to seriously challenge him is probably Russell Wilson and the main reason being every week we see the same thing from Wilson that we see from McCaffrey you're seeing things that other people in that position don't or can't do every single week and that's going to be the big benefit for McCaffrey I mean every time you see him skip off tackles you're thinking how the hell did he get away how did he do that and you see in other times when there's quarterbacks who are athletes, who are track and field athletes, you can't get near him. And he just skips away from them. And then when they do get close, he just puts in another gear and carries on going. And it's that's going to be, if you've got a if you've got a running back who is amassing yards and yards, it's like with Gurley last year, or it was last year before. Mm-hmm. 
He was untouchable, but he was never in contention really for being the MVP. That's the difference. McCaffrey's been that much better, so much better. But it's the fact that he's a running back that's going to work against him. Yeah. I think it's quite nice that the top three quarterbacks in contention for the MVP are black and the, the top running back in the country yeah. is white as well. It's quite nice as, yeah. a, as a turnaround of expectations <laughs> there. I would say just a final point on the MVP thing is that maybe that if the Panthers make the playoffs, he'll have a better chance. Yes. That definitely does count. Now you look at some of the other running backs, the elite ones, you know, Zeke... He always puts up about 100 yards a game, and he he's does. carrying that team a lot. You he know. does, but he's not going to get the MVP because of his first three or four weeks, and that's because he missed basically all of preseason. That was his preseason, so he hasn't got elite numbers. Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook, again, that's all good, but he's got more more carries than anyone else in the league, and he hasn't got the average. Yeah. He's got more attempts than anyone else by a long way. Well, by enough. Yeah. And he's not doing the spectacular things that McCaffrey's doing. I guess if you put a highlight tape together, you see some pretty nice stuff out of Dalvin Cook. No but. doubt, but you can't. I don't think you can make the genuine argument and believe it that he's mm. having a better season than McCaffrey. I just don't. No, I think he's having, a, he's no, having okay. a great season. I just don't think you could make that. If Mahomes didn't have his injury, you can. It's make only the case two games. If he carries on and comes back this weekend and and it's, drags him into the number one spot potentially, or mm. true. But and the thing that's going to work for him is the fact that he's a QB. Yes. So and he's already won it. So uh, yeah, I think there's also going to be there's going to be someone who's gonna who is currently playing very well and everyone's focusing on and they're going to accelerate come the end of the season. Um, but the likelihood is it's going to be either Wilson or Mahomes. So you don't think he can win it then? As just because he's a running back, yeah. I don't remember the last running back who won MVP. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Maybe Peterson. How long ago was that? Well, quite a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, just, just thrown out there. It doesn't happen in that position. That's the only thing it, it should. Because, I mean, if you look at what's around him, yeah, he's got Taylor Luan, who's a very, very good left tackle, and he leans a lot on the spaces that he creates. Other than that, he ain't got a lot. Mm. You know? No, he hasn't got Taylor Luan. Oh, he's at the Titans. Who yeah. am I thinking of? Eric left- Fisher? No, he's, no. At, he's at the Chiefs. Are we talking about Wilson now? No, I'm talking about McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey. <laughs> he hasn't got an O-line. There's no he O-line has got, He's got a half-decent O-line. He doesn't need an O-line. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, we don't need an O-line. <laughs> Let's talk about one of those MVP candidates then. Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. This sucker went to OT with Jameis not throwing interceptions. It was, what, 34 all at the end of, of regulation between Tampa Bay and Seattle. But it was a, a touchdown in, in overtime to Jacob Hollister. That sealed the deal. Five touchdowns for Russell Wilson. 378 yards. Um, a rating of 133.7. Yeah. I think it was a fairly decent game. And mm-hmm. also, Jameis Winston, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, a rating over 100 as well for the guy. Over 300 yards passing. Uh, just a thoroughly decent game. Yeah, I think this is what we said a couple of weeks back about the Bucks, isn't it? That they want to get teams into a shootout. Yep. And a lot of teams that they that get themselves dragged into that can't keep up with it. But Wilson and the Seahawks clearly can. Yeah, yeah. they're like a brave boxer who's not very mm. skilled, but he's got all the height. He's like a tour guy. Yeah. He's not the best boxer, but they'll go in there and make it hell and just have a shootout. Yeah. Like a who? Otto Gatti. Right. 
Oh, do some research. Otterogate. If you could spell it. Otterogate. Never mind. <laughs> Very inter- anyone who wants to know, it's a really interesting story about Otterogate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing what I'm surprised with is the defense in Seattle. Every Pete Carroll defense I've seen has been really good. This one's really not. Um, and I think they're missing stars. So, well, they moved on a lot of their yeah yeah stars, didn't they? Yeah, it's Bobby Wagner, and that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, they moved into Devian Clowney in the trade. Yeah, they so. have, but it's probably the secondary and the linebackers that are more of an issue um, whereas Clowney's playing as I think uh, Jefferson's pretty good as well on the pretty line. much playing as uh, an edge rusher as much as anything mm. I mean this was a trade-off between two of the premier wide receivers in the NFC uh, Mike Evans 12 catches for 180 yards and a touchdown Tyler Lockett 13 catches 152 yards and two touchdowns and then DK gets in on the party as well two, six catches 123 yards and a touchdown but uh, tight end Jacob Hollister got the two touchdowns one of which of course sealed the game Seattle and I think the the big difference for Seattle this year is Chris Carson he's continues to balance that team out between often, well, mm-hmm. between running and passing he ended up with 133 scrimmage yards in this game I think so, he's had dirty yards as well yeah they're the, they're the yards that no one celebrates they're in the, the trenches yeah yeah, they're the rough yards that wear down lines and it's it's not good being Chris Carson well he's still getting the points he's yeah. still no getting. he is 100% but you know, you you want to be getting the uh, the celebration yards like Frank Gore's one yard one yard rushes that he constantly gets throughout his career. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's in the trenches getting all of his dirty yards, but yeah. just as valuable. Yeah, no, I think it was, mm-hmm. it was a great game. It was unfortunate, really, for the Bucks. They it was so close to getting a win out of this. I like I said in last week's pod, Seattle's not the fortress you think it is anymore because there's so many defensive players have moved on. Mm. But uh, yeah, good win for Seattle still. It keeps them well in, in contention uh, for the playoffs. Two teams that aren't, the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. The battle of the two and sixes. <laughs> Denver won this game at home, ended 24-19. Um, Dave, Broncos had less time of possession. Yep. Only 13 first downs to the Browns, 21. Yep. Only three of nine third down efficiency as well. Yep. Yet you won the game. And we had no red zone visits. No. Browns had five. Yeah. Uh, we conceded more penalties. Mm. Uh, and we still won the game. How? Because we are a team that is based on efficiency. I know you wouldn't believe it based on a record, but that is exactly what we're based on. Efficiency. And the one thing the Browns are not based on is efficiency. What they have <laughs> is a quarterback who's shaving three times at the stadium. First of all, came out with a beard, then came out with a handlebar moustache, and then another moustache at the end. Yeah. You had um, two wide receivers who were having competitions on having different cleats, and it was it's just noise. That's all it is in Cleveland. It's just noise. The kids have taken over the, uh, is, the nursery, haven't they? It's silly season. It yeah. really is. Now, when anyone who supports a small team who plays against a big team in any sport, doesn't matter what sport it is, when that small team beats the big team, all you hear throughout all of radio and all of podcasts and everything, all you hear is about how you know the big team didn't play well. It doesn't matter what Crystal Palace did. It was about Man City not playing well. It doesn't matter what the Browns did. It, or I'll use the Browns. The old <laughs> Browns did. It was about the Steelers not playing well. It was about the Patriots not playing well. That's what it's been this week. No one said, so the Broncos did really well. I mean, Andy Yanovich was... Play man of the match for me by a long way. It was amazing, mm. and no one saying the Broncos did really well. 
Everyone's saying I'll be truthful. I've the not Browns heard anyone talk about this game, so I can't comment on that part. It is. It's literally just been about the Browns. That's all it's been. And I, I think it says more about the Browns this game than it does the Broncos. Mm. You had a starter who has last time he played was in the Liberty Bowl five years ago. He got picked up week one. Are we no. talking about Brandon Allen now? Brandon Allen. Let's um, talk about Brandon Allen then. Brandon Allen. Do you know what? Do you know what happened? He he was at LA. He had a certain scheme that he ran, mm-hmm. and he's basically come in. We have a very very similar West Coast scheme, and we didn't have to give him a simple playbook. Everything he did was a nice, easy, simple game plan. And it was just it just flowed. Everything was we didn't try and force anything. We didn't need to because we got the lead early. Yeah, we could just kind of relax and go into the game. And it was kind of we gave the we gave the defense the responsibility to stop the Browns, and they consistently did it um, because we got the lead early. If we didn't get the lead early, it would have been a very very different game. And yeah. it also helped that Noah Phantom's people were bouncing off him, who you don't like. I think there is you've been massive, trashing Noah Fant. I think I think I, what I said to you is there's massive room for improvement. If he was a third <laughs> round pickup, I'd be like, all right, yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah. But he's a first round pickup, and there's a huge difference. As a tight end being picked up in the first round, you got to be special, mm. and he's not. Well. His mate from Iowa's not looking bad. I mean, Hawkinson's <laughs> looking good. Yeah, he's, he's not picking up the easy. fantasy points you might want from him, but he's looking good. And this is really his first game where he's looked like looked like a legit tight end. Look a wide receiver at least. I mean, he was blocking really well. Because okay. um, the one thing that we we don't have a good line. I know that's going to shock a lot of people. Our offensive line is not amazing. But what we've basically done is pulled in two tight ends and use Andy, Andy Janovic as an extra lineman to give our um, rookie quarterback more time. Mm. That's essentially what he is. He's a rookie quarterback. He's bounced around the league. It's his first ever start. And it was the right game plan, but it was helped by playing a team who played like idiots. I mean, it was first and four, and it, um, Mayfield tried a 40-yard bomb. What are you doing? Why? It doesn't make sense. Get the first down. That's what Brady built a career out of. There's a reason mm-hmm. he's won so many Super Bowls. Get the first down. That's all you need to do. I'm done. That's me. That's my mic dropped. That's me done. Fair enough. Comprehensive. <laughs> it's just I just don't understand what the Browns are doing. And what the Broncos did was be a bad team. They're, we know, we know what the Browns are doing. They're very good players. They're a bad team. A really bad team. There is no parent at the Browns. No. John Dorsey just seems to be interested in next year and thinking about his draft class. Because he should be pulling a trigger on Freddie Kitchens right now. Yeah. I don't see him lasting the season. I don't see how you, he can last the season. I don't think the Browns are all that good. They're playing worse than Hugh Jackson's Browns. Yeah, their record's worse. Yeah. It, and I don't know if they're playing worse. <laughs> I mean, in certain situations, you look at them going, Christ, they're good. But in other situations, I mean... Mayfield's playing worse. There was... Yeah, I agree. There was the... Um, where Denzel Ward was isolated against um, Cortland Sutton and Sutton beat him in the air. I mean, I'm not being funny, but you've, as I've said to you a million times, and they mentioned this in commentary in the game, he's the next basketball player. He jumps like a basketball player. He jumps seven feet in the air. Mm. You're going to get beat in the air with him. You have to double team him. Even when we had... Emmanuel Sanders on, on the other side Cortland Sutton was the one being double teamed the Browns are the only team I've seen consistently not do it I don't get it it's like mm. if you're playing against the Seahawks you double team DK Metcalf because he's 9 foot tall and built like Julio Jones what? 
But Tyler Lockett got over 150 yards in their game, so and two touchdowns. So you can't. No, no, no. We've got to double team both of them. No, no, no. But you can put your best wide receiver on Tyler Lockett, which is what teams cornerback. do. Cornerback. And you're, yeah, your best corner, your best cornerback on Tyler Lockett, and yeah. you double team DK Metcalf because he can kill you over the top with a 70 yard bum. All right. And yeah. the Browns just didn't do it. Every team I've seen play against Cortland Sun has done that. It's a mess. It's insane. It is a mess. It is insane. Let's talk about one of the shocking games in the weekend. The LA Chargers, mm. at home, in air quotes, uh, beat the Green Bay Packers 26 points to 11. Because Melvin Gordon remembered Jesus. he's actually an elite running back. You say feel- elite, he got two one-yard touchdowns. <laughs> he is an elite running back. Look at last season for details. I feel like the Packers forgot that this game had started. It was a big problem. Mm. They just didn't wake up. No. It was, well, it was only 9-0 at half-time, but... Still... <laughs> Still, they clearly hadn't woken up yeah. the other day. No, no. Um, let's look at this. Melvin Gordon, 109 yards, two touchdowns. Mike Williams, three of three for 111 yards. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones had one of his worst games here. He had just 29 yards. Yeah. Total. Scrimmage. Terrible. Um, how did they do this then, Si? Not really sure. <laughs> other than the fact that, genuinely, the, it looked like the Packers had forgotten the game had started. Mm-hmm. I mean, Phil Rivers didn't have a touchdown in this game. Oh. Only 294 yards. But um, the Chargers did a great job on defense, from what I can see. They, they came with a four-man rush and minimal blitzing. So they trusted that people like Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram mm-hmm. to get to, to Rodgers and close him off and let your, your linebackers and your DBs hang back and pick off any throws that were coming in. It just seemed to work. Um, Bosa and Ingram got one and a half sacks each. And Rodgers was restricted to 161 passing yards, one touchdown, sacked three times. And the amount, you know, the amount of times that you just see Bosa just swing by the the tackle, that mm. make a beeline for for Rodgers was weird for this season at least because the Packers have been fairly solid at keeping Rodgers upright. Yeah, they have. They've not played many good teams with. No, that's true. They've, and they got lucky as well with a couple of results. They have Lions. Um, not against us. We, we got <laughs> no, no, he got bad. But the thing, I, well, last time I was on, I think I mentioned that the Chargers' rushing game is is appalling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't think it's any surprise that we've seen the rushing game improve and then win. Yeah, but again, this is as much a story about Green Bay as it is the Chargers. Mm. Like I said, I think the the Chargers' defensive game plan worked a treat against yeah. Rogers' attack, and uh, and they did start running it with Gordon. Like I said, over 100 yards rushing, and and their offense finish. always looks better when they got Hunter Henry in as well. Yes, well, it's but good to have him back in, and healthy. He's injured 60 percent of the time, so. You know, <laughs> well, when, he's healthy at the moment, yeah, so let's uh, he, keep fingers crossed. When he generally. is there, he's he's a big promise for them. He's a big plus, and yeah, it was a big it's shock. Big obviously, the Chargers yeah, hadn't done much this season, so. But they do like pulling out an upset against a, mm. a big team. They play up to the better teams. Two games left. The first one was the Sunday night game, which uh, was the New England Patriots going to the Baltimore Ravens. 37 points to 20. And, uh, yeah, no longer undefeated New England Patriots. Yeah, no shock to me, seeing as I picked the the Ravens to win this one. Did you really? Yes, I did. Okay. Not to brag about it. But I did. <laughs> you did, yeah. 
I, mean, I, I sit opposite a Patriots fan at work, and I did nothing but torment him all week that he was going to lose. So I, I take a little bit of credit in saying that, yeah, I, I thought they were going to lose that as well. <laughs> I don't think I don't see how you thought it was going to be such a slam dunk for for New England. It's just the best team that the Patriots have played so far. Yes, by a country mile. Yeah, and whilst I think they've been good, they're they're not that good offensively. They've yeah. really heavily relied on their defense. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And they came up against a, an equally good defensive team mm-hmm. and a better offense than they've seen all season. That's yeah. the end of the story. And I think the one historically for the past couple of seasons, at least, the one thing that the Patriots have really struggled against is a quarterback who's mobile. And it's not necessarily been that they get beaten; it's just that they have to adapt and change their game plan. I have yeah. absolutely no doubt that I'm going to say this. I have no doubt that when the Patriots play the Ravens in the playoffs oh, Jesus. and I'm putting in when mm. which I think there's a good chance it will happen I don't know what stage but I think it will happen both teams are definitely playoff teams mm. you'll see Belichick you'll, you'll see Belichick adjust to it and they'll freeze Look, him that's out that's what and, he does yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what it is and it might, this might be the best thing for the Patriots this season yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah probably you had to take would. a good result didn't you and turn it into yeah. ash in our mouth Dave thanks very tell, much tell me I'm wrong though you might be wrong because <laughs> alright okay let, let me put this to you then okay Mark Ingram yeah 144 scrimmage yards he ran it down the Patriots throat and that's one thing you can't do against the Patriots traditionally yes. is run the ball they take away your weapons they were having to take men out of the box in order to cover Lamar Jackson's runs mm. which but he been, it was inside handoffs going then on here had, as well but then doing that helps the run game it just does well they're, he's not going to get any worse at running is he before the playoffs so, but then they're they're still going to be able to adapt to something. Yeah, they'll probably do it. something that that maybe adapts it. I don't know. It's just, yeah, fifty fifty, isn't it? The running back game was so good for the Ravens that Lamar Jackson ended up only throwing for one hundred sixty three yards on seventeen um, completions, one touchdown. But he ran himself for sixty one yards and two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady, thirty completions on forty six passes, two hundred eighty five yards, one touchdown, one interception to L. Thomas. Mo Sanu, on his first game for the Pats, had 10 catches for 81 yards and a touchdown, so picked up where Josh Gordon left off, basically. And the real target for the Ravens' defense was June Edelman, which is the right person to target. Limited to 89 yards, and the Pats rush to just 74 yards combined. Mm-hmm. And it was Edelman also fumbled a ball, which was returned for a touchdown as well. Yes, it was by Marlon Pumphrey. I think what was interesting was that hurt them. the <laughs> Ravens were playing with four cornerbacks and two safeties. And then just literally playing with a defensive line. And mm. they were switching very quickly between blitz and cover two. Um, I haven't seen a team do that and win a game against the Patriots in quite a long time. So it was interesting to see them do it. It's the speed they got on the pass rush because they, they were rushing with cornerbacks. Yeah. Um, they obviously don't have the physicality, but they were able to get to Brady, which a lot of teams haven't done in... God knows how long. Only officially two sacks on Brady, but he took how some hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. It was, and the amount of, there was one point he had to roll away from um, Earl Thomas. I've not seen Earl Thomas <laughs> ever, um, but he was kind of that thing where we went, got oh, I've, I've got to go. And yeah. he just grounded it. And I mean, Brady's a wily old fox as much as I don't like him. He's a wily old fox and knows how not to get sacked. Yes, he knows how to get rid of the ball just yes. before he takes a sack. So, yeah, a lot of hits there, but. Um, Good, good result for the Ravens at home mm-hmm. against an undefeated team. It's a statement game for them. Uh, still, there are some question marks, I think, about Lamar Jackson's throwing. Yeah. 
but you know that's a question for another day mm-hmm. because Punk isn't here today and he teased me that he might actually turn up today for our podcast for the first time this year but apparently um, there's a plumber coming around to uh, to flush his pipes Punk's a bit bunged up so we need a big burly man to come round and sort him out we've all done uh, well all to Punk yeah mm. so I managed to completely miss out the game I wanted to talk to him about which was the Detroit Lions at the Oakland Raiders the Raiders won this game 31-24. to And the question I've got to ask you two guys then is, do people have to start taking the Raiders seriously this season? No. Thanks, <laughs> Dave. Well, you're a Broncos fan, so let's talk about uh, someone who's neutral. Yeah, no, I think they do. I think they're keeping themselves in, in a lot of games, giving themselves a chance of winning. Yeah. And obviously they've, they're winning some of them. Um, I think I think they could, that they could conceivably end with a, a winning record, which is a huge step forward for them. Yeah, well, I think they're in line to finish second, aren't they, in the AFC West? Mm. Which you would never second, have thought at the start. They're of the currently season. in second place. Yeah, yeah. You think um, they're not going to stay there then? I don't, and I also don't think that they'll end with a winning record. I think the big problem that they've got, and it's not because I hate the Raiders, but I do hate the Raiders. <laughs> it's not because of that, though. I think You're really convincing people. Once you get past their starting guys, the backups are dross. And at the end of the season, that makes about a, a lot big of difference. Mm, more so with the Raiders, though. Um, I can just hear Punk straining at the moment, you know, gripping the pillow and just going. Well, Whether that's because, because of the pump, well, I don't know. Maybe because of Dave's <laughs> comments. I was in about Dave's comments. That's what you got. To get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> but I, I, I think you're dismissing what's going on here in Oakland. You know, Josh Jacobs had 28 carries for 120 yards and two great. touchdowns. I think he's great. He's now broken Marcus Allen's rushing total yeah. through his first eight games. Looks great. He does look great. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they used him a lot in Alabama, so a lot of the treads off the tires. But you know, for the time being, he's uh, he's chewing up the yards. And in fairness to them, they have already lost. I think Farrell, Cleland Farrell, got injured yep. early, so that's a man already out. I mean, he's one of their seven picks in the first round last year. He's not there, so they are, they're doing much better than I thought they would. I just don't see it. I don't have that trust in them that they're going to continue with the run. They kind of remind me a bit of the Lions, funnily enough, at the beginning of the season where you're looking going, it's a great story and it's great to see them winning. I'm still not going to pick them when it comes to a prediction because I just don't see it continuing. It might, and it makes no real difference to me because we ain't making the playoffs anytime soon, so really (laughs) I couldn't give all that much of a toss. I think it was what good to see to do. Hunter Renfro, rookie, getting his first with a touchdown. And also Foster Moreau, another rookie, getting a touchdown. Darren Waller is a great story as well at tight end. I want them to be on the cusp of the playoffs Here and have go. to win on the last game of the season because they're playing us oh, yeah. at mile high yeah. and then get stuffed. <laughs> That's what I want. You're, 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 again. you're a small person, aren't you, really, when you think oh, about it? Tiny. <laughs> Time. You won the Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. Miniature. I don't care. What are you doing to him? I, mean, oh, you know, I couldn't give a toss. It this is their last so season in Oakland. This might be the only success we ever have this <laughs> season. But no, oh, that's, what I, wow. that's what I want. Oh. <laughs> the Germans have got a word for that. And tell me you Arsh wouldn't Lock. want exact. Imagine you wouldn't <laughs> want the same thing for the Ravens. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. <laughs> I have got that luxury of thinking they're going to lose yeah, a chance of the playoffs on the last game of the season. Did, yeah. uh, so, I mean, you talk about the Lions. Yeah, they had a great story, but also they've lost on Johnson, so the run mm-hmm. game's kind of dried up Drop for it, them. Yeah, yeah they've um, still got Marvin Jones having an amazing season. Eight catches, 126 yards and a touchdown. Kenny Golladay, four catches, 132 yards and a touchdown. Matt Stafford threw over 400 yards on this game, three touchdowns. 
one interception, lost a fumble. Remember when and we he's did, lost the game. You remember the draft last year, and someone said that they would have drafted a quarterback and got rid of Stafford just for shits and giggles. You remember someone said that, Simon? <laughs> really? Yeah. Who was that then? You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got a great arm. He's, yeah, he's one of the most accurate passers yeah, in the yeah, league. Yeah. I yeah. don't see how you're saying that, but. Uh, Idiotic comments, if you've asked me. Good result for the Raiders. And I know about idiotic comments. It's a shame Punk wasn't here to give his input, but he reinvented the wheel on them. <laughs> yes, it is maybe a shame. maybe in the near future we'll uh, he'll get that plumber away from him and uh, come and speak to us. The Monday night game was a an NFC East matchup. Uh, Dallas re-establishing itself at the top of the table. Thirty-seven to eighteen was the final score in Dallas's favour. Uh, slow game. First half, uh, picked up. I think it was what was it fir- a pick on his first play for Dak Prescott. Yeah, um, he managed to then move past the Giants on Monday night. Maybe the Giants are superstitious. I really, really enjoyed the first half. Yeah, um, then I went to bed. Did you see the black cat come on at the field? No, because no. a black cat rocked up in the middle of MetLife Stadium. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. They've already stuck it on the Madden cover for 21. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know anything about this, no. Yeah, it was about the most entertaining thing about this game. No, I, I really yes. enjoyed the game. I stayed up. I didn't intentionally stay up. I just couldn't For one sleep. half. Um, went to bed at half time. And yeah, I really... I thought it was a very enjoyable game. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. And not for you, Sai, obviously. I'm but, not for, uh, I mean, I'm not fast either way, am I, really? Let's throw out some stats quickly. Zeke had 23 carries for 139 yards. Saquon, 95 scrimmage, and the uh, Giants' leading receiver as well, which is never a good thing. <laughs> um, touchdowns for Amari Cooper, Blake Jarwin, and a somersault from Gallup. And Cody Latimer getting one back for New York. Uh, Dak ended the game with 257 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and a rating over 100. Daniel Jones, 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and lost two fumbles. Mm-hmm. Sacked five times as well, so that line's not giving them any... No, and he rest and got one of the highest paid left tackles in the game, and he's still not any good. Oh yeah, old uh, Nate Solder. Yeah, mm. I did. Patriots I did, cast off. <laughs> I did cheer though when Latimer scored the touchdown because he's an ex Bronco yeah. and he didn't have a good time in Denver. He didn't really get yeah. the opportunity. Didn't he score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm not sure. If it would have been, it would have been a gadget play or something. Yeah. So that's basically all he was there. But they've they've also got a wide receiver Benny Fowler, who's also an ex Bronco. Yes. Um, again, not. No really wonder they're not doing well. Well, you're telling me. <laughs> but also wasn't given that much of a chance. I, I, it's nice when you see the guys who... I didn't realise that were, the Broncos have receivers. Yeah. We are, <laughs> no, we Shepherd used to. Shepard was still out. We used to. Um, we've transferred them one. <laughs> we've got one. Um, but it's nice to see guys who were at your franchise, didn't really get the opportunity that you kind of liked making it elsewhere as long as it doesn't affect As long as you them. liked them in the first place. Mm. Yeah. No, Latimer's, I think he's decent. I think he's okay. So, yeah, I was happy to see that. Well, there you go. Entertaining mm-hmm. game. It was the fourth quarter that lost them. I think they conceded like twenty-one points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Michael Gallup had a really great somersault touchdown in there as well, and Blake Jarwin bundled his way in. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> That's about all he did. But uh, yeah, it was a very good play. Uh, so those are the games. That was week nine. So uh, can I just bring in the biggest piece of news this week, and that's that Jim won a game. In oh my god. All right, game. yes, yeah, won a one, game, yeah. One and eight now? One and eight. One, one and eight. eight. And who did I beat? I the team know. that was eight and oh. Yeah, 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 you did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, bloody hell. Which which means Miami. now I'm the overall champion, right? You are the lineal champion. Yes. Absolutely, till Thank this you. week. Until you lose to Will. And then, I'm not going to lose to Will. Will gets it back. <laughs> not going to lose to Will. Uh, we'll see. Um, 
But what? yeah, no, I was, the only thing I was going to say with fantasy, I'm playing side this week. I'm fully expecting to get my horse rattled. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure. Oh, is that McCaff- I if I score as many points as McCaffrey, I'll be happy. Half yeah. my team's on a bye. <laughs> well, so, same as me. It's going to be a trash game. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the picks then for week nine. So it was uh, the king up against Philly Sai, who's in the room. Uh Yes, he is. Yeah. In the house. I mean, there were two differences in picks when it all came down to it. Uh, you picked the Panthers to beat the Titans. Yep. King picked the Titans. And you picked the Ravens to beat the Patriots. And the King picked the Patriots. So it means that the people won again. Whoop and it whoop. means, actually, the King only managed to get six. Jesus. Yeah. You managed to get eight, so. Yeah, it was a pretty rough rough. Yeah, it was a rough week for, for the favourites. What you saw there was that every home team won except for the Giants. Mm. Uh, and it means that for the scores on the door are King with 85, People with 86. This is the first time that people have been in the lead since the, the season started. Should he not be... You are well not abdicate. People. You are welcome. Well, not yet. I mean, you know, what is it? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Mm-hmm. So, when you're a King, you've got a long way to fall. Not when you're self-proclaimed. The ones you got wrong. The Colts beating my Steelers. Told you. Told you. I wasn't really banking on Brissett to go out, was I? So <laughs> Wouldn't have mattered. Move on. Wouldn't have mattered. Would have. Uh, no. Yep. The the Jets beating the Dolphins. I mean. The Vikings I mean, beating the Chiefs. No one saw the, the Dolphins winning. No, no also no, the Vikings saw. should be beating the Chiefs backup quarterback. But yeah, The Lions beating that. the Raiders. Again, disrespecting the Raiders. Uh, the Packers beating the Chargers. That was obviously a bit of a, an upset game. Mm-hmm. The Browns beating the Broncos. You both went for the Browns. Again, because they had like... Captain Unknown at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who was like, Brandon? Bonus. Oh, I was going to say for a bonus point, did he actually know who it was? Yeah, I I was the one that brought it up last week. I'll have you know. <laughs> I was wondering if you could remember his name now. Yeah, yeah, Brandon Allen. Yeah. There we go. There we, we go. Remember the name, son. Yeah. So the people are finally in the lead. So we're on to week ten, and uh, obviously the king has got his picks in, even though he's not with us. Uh, this week's challenger is Jake, who's a Chiefs fan. Um, but obviously, I'm going to come to you guys to uh, to get your thoughts on the games coming up. Seems to be a lot of Chiefs fans picking. <laughs> Two. Well, there's a lot of Chiefs this fans. This is the now. second one all season. It feels like too many. <laughs> Everyone's a Chiefs fan now that I've got my homes. Who did you as much as you don't like the Raiders, you Oh, I hate the Chiefs even more. Exactly. Oh, yeah. even more. You're just an angry person. No, I just I mean, don't let's not get involved about the Giants, Cowboys, Redskins. I, mean, I don't Or your I second like, teams. I don't mind no. Your stable of teams. No, they're, they're his. I hate them all. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. No, they're his his divisional. Rivals. That's what he was on about. Yeah. No, I, I just hate. I just, I don't mind the Chargers all that much because the Chargers are vanilla and have been for so long. You can't really hate them. <laughs> but I just, okay. I just hate. I can't, really can't stand stand Kansas. I really hate them. I mean, you you can't really sit there and talk, can you? In your ivory yeah, tower, because yeah. it's not like you're not hating this is on true. anyone. This is true. I've never. You call you hate is a strong word. You don't even say the word Bengals. You call them Bungles. <laughs> When I first started getting into NFL, I thought that's what they were called. They're a dirty team, man. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. They injure my, my players half the time. Colors. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to not like certain teams. I don't like the Ravens because they've always tried to beat the Steelers. So and I don't like the Patriots because they always beat us. So. so why are you digging on me about hating the Raiders? I'm not. No, I didn't say that. I was just saying you seem to hate the Chiefs even more than the Raiders. No, let's not go nuts. <laughs> let's not go nuts. <laughs> let's start with the Thursday night game. It's tonight, right? It's the... It's the Chargers against the Raiders. Hey. Uh What are you thinking? 
I'm going to go. Both teams won last yeah, week. Yeah, they did. Mm, I think I'm going to go for the Raiders. I can't say that they're going to finish with a winning record and then not pick them, can I? <laughs> well, yeah. Dave. I'm hoping for some kind of natural disaster. <laughs> Hurricane or tornado or something like that, really. John Fox turning up. Who are you going for? I couldn't give a toss. I'm really not. You're really going to pick on this? I, all the teams in the AFC West won last week. I think the Raiders are toss. I'll go for the Chargers. You're going for the Chargers. Right, well, Chargers. both King and Jake are going for the Chargers in this game, so That's they've gone right. against you, Si. That's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, next up then, Sunday, it's the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans. With Mahomes, Mahomes back. back. He is definitely back. Yep. Titans. I mean, he basically ran, he ran on the field at the end of the last game, so he looked fine. Sorry, we're just you confirming you locking that in. Yeah, Titans all, all day long. Titans. Cool. How much you want to put on that? I'll take your Nothing. The square, oh. the square root of Jack. Yeah, there we go. Uh, obviously the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean King yeah, and Jake have gone for the Chiefs. Jake is a Chiefs fan, but didn't have to compromise in this this game. Next up, the Arizona Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. So, so this this for me is is one of those where I think. And I keep mentioning this, but if the Bucks can drag the Cardinals down into that dogfight, yeah. then I think the Bucks win. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Mm. I think I like that thinking. I think organization and schemes win this one. Bucks. I think they have. I think they have more experience in game management. Um, the cards are very young. Um, yeah, I think still make too many mistakes. Um, I think the Bucks will make the cards play the way that they play. Um, and there's certain players who the Bucks can lean on that, quite frankly, the cards can't. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Bucks. Only just. It'll be close. The King and Jake have gone for the Cardinals in this game. I think mm-hmm. there, were, there were people coming back from injury. Like I said, David Johnson's coming back. Peterson's can't be underestimated. Peterson's mm. back playing fitter as well. So we'll see how that goes, but it should be a good game. It's a close one. Yeah, it's a real close one. It's a good matchup. Then you've got the New York Giants at the New York Jets. New York Bowl. (laughs) I got who's at home. (laughs) (laughs) Officially, it's the Jets. Yeah. Every time the Jets are at home, they always get done by the Giants because they do that. the, The Jets always do that stupid thing where they cover the Giants mural, the Super Bowl murals. And every time they do that, they get walloped. They didn't do it a couple of years ago, and they won the game. So let's wait and see. So <laughs> you're waiting for your mural. I mean, to you've get got you've, on got, like. you've got to pick now, Dave. You know that, right? Giants. <laughs> yeah. See, I was edging towards the Giants just because I can't get over the Jets. It's hard. To, it's hard to pick yeah. the Jets, isn't it? Yeah. But you just never know with this yeah. game. Yeah. It's a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It could go either way, but I think that yeah, the Giants just the run game with Bell being out as well. Yeah, it's a tough one to swallow without. Any sort of run game there. Mm-hmm. I'll go Giants by 10. Both uh, King and Jake are going for the Giants as well, so they're in lockstep at the moment. Next up, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Talk about shite teams coming back. Against the New Orleans Saints. Saints. Um, is Matt Ryan playing? Don't know. So I know Does he, it matter? He went off injured. Does it matter? Yeah, I mean, well, let's say yes. Are you, yeah. Is that, is that really... Is that going to be a game, t- game breaker a for you? genuine question. Yes, he's playing. No, I don't care. Going to say, yeah, it's been my life. Honestly, that's like thirty seconds we needn't have wasted in our lives. Yeah, thinking about Matt Ryan as well. Yeah. Thanks very much, Dave. Um, yeah, everyone's gone for the Saints. I mean, I, 
I know this is a crazy game, but there's no way the Falcons can get a win here, right? Yeah, no, I don't. I can't see. I it. mean, Alvin Kamara's cue, back. Cue the Alvin Falcons. Kamara's back this week. Cue the well. Falcons getting a win now. They're going to get a win. That. They're going to absolutely romp home this week. Julio's yeah. <laughs> going to get 320 yards. Yeah, if Chris Simmons has locked it in, then we're in trouble. Um, both have gone for the Saints. The next game after that is the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, back in Green Bay. Yeah, Green so, Bay's hard to go to. Yeah, it's not an easy place to go to. But if you can run the ball, yeah, you've got a chance. I was going to say the the, the the run games the and the Packers are shite at stopping the run. That's where their weakness. Yeah, is no, no, good what, defense yeah. for the Carolina Panthers as well. Yeah, oh, this is a tough one to pick. Is it an up? Is it really an upset if the Panthers go there and win? Not, not really. So they've got they've got they're only. One, one, two games behind, aren't they? Yeah. Record-wise, so I wouldn't think it is. But it feels like you should say Green Bay. It feels like the Packers should win that game. But mm. when you're sitting there thinking about it, it's easy. You want bet against McCaffrey? It's so easy to make an argument for the Panthers, isn't it? Yeah, it's so easy. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Okay. I'm gonna stick. You know where you think first thing. I don't know. So I'm gonna stick with first instinct. Mm. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Obviously, the quarterback's better for Green Bay than it is oh, yeah. for Carolina. So that's, yeah. that usually sways it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, why not go Panthers? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a, a split in the picks as well. The King's gone for the Packers. Jake's gone for the Panthers. So we have finally got a difference. It's not the last one as well. Can't we just lie and match all of his picks <laughs> and then we'll win at the end of the season? Yeah, <laughs> never know. Eh, maybe. Um, I wouldn't do that. Next up, it's the Buffalo Bills at the Cleveland Browns. Bills. Uh, yeah, Bills. Bills are just less terrible. And I watched the Browns last week, and they are terrible. Their defense is great. I really like Singletary. And yep. I like watching Josh Allen. He's entertaining. But he does I don't fumble. think he's very good, but he's entertaining He, he does to cough up the ball a bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm going Bills. Bills. Bills You're both going Bills. Bills. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jake's gone for the Bills, but the King's gone for the Browns. Mm. It's not funny. I, I just don't see. It I'd love him to be able to justify why he's done it, but he's gone for it. So see, I, I, what are the Bills six and two. Yeah. I mean, but I mean the record is the record. Six and you know? two. Yeah. Two and six in it. They've also com- had complaints about the the strength of the schedule they're up against. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you just pipe down on that front. Who? <laughs> the Bills. Yeah, they that's what I mean. Pipe down because that's not going to do them any good in the long run. Moaning, they're moaning to the people who make the schedules. No, they're saying that you know, the the knock on their six and two record is that they haven't played anyone really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I saw that I saw that they were moaning about who they've got left to play um, in the no. season coming up. No, no. But well, yeah. we'll see what happens on that one. I think mm-hmm. that's actually a little bit more more trap than you think. It's a Cleveland at home. And they did beat the Ravens earlier in the season. They have got those weird games in them where, yeah. and the Bills team doesn't score a lot of points traditionally. So, but the, the Bills' defense is great as well. Yeah, yeah, but Nick Chubb's very good as well. So yeah. if they can get the run game going at home, but who's going to get it into the end zone for the Browns? Because that is OBJ big or Jarvis Landry. Yeah, but not if you can get if you can get them the ball. As we said, well, that's earlier, what we're going to try and do is feed them as, the ball. As we said earlier, though, <laughs> what do you want? You're in charge now of the Browns. <laughs> Might as well be. You make it sound so simple. <laughs> as we said I'm pretty earlier, sure they know that that's what they're supposed to be doing as yeah. well. Mm. The Broncos secondary isn't amazing. And take away the missed tackle which led to the Jarvis Landry touchdown at the weekend. Yeah. There was five trips to the end zone that ended only in field goals. Now, 
I don't see the Browns changing. They're, they are being brownish. That's exactly what they're being at the moment. And if you've got a team of legit defense, I don't see that changing. I just don't. I might okay. be wrong, but... That's fine. Uh, then this should be an easy one. It's the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. Move on. Bengals had a bye week, so they're Move ready on. to uh, go... What? <laughs> Ravens, obviously. I was going to tell you that the Ravens the won... Ravens. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. The Ravens won the week six matchup, 23 points to 17, if that's any help to uh He's a quarterback for the him. Bengals, Jim. <laughs> uh, Finley, I think. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yep. Ryan Finley? Yep. Exactly what we said about... Maybe we should Brandon pick... Brandon Allen. So, yeah, we you should put the Be careful what you're saying. Yeah. Ryan Finley? Yeah. Does yeah. he ever play... Is this is it his first... Genuine question, is it his first game? Has he ever played... Yeah, it's his yeah. first game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> the, other, the other fun thing was that AJ Green was reportedly yeah. ready to go. No, and then today's now not yeah, quite no. ready. Well, to be fair, I—I I, it was one of those weird things on NFL.com where it just not scrolls through week. videos, and they had uh, the Zach Taylor interview, and he said he might be back at the weekend, and then everyone was reporting, "Oh, he's coming back." He's, he's not feeling it. No, he's not. He, he never said he is coming back. He said he might be, and then it just changed to say, "Yeah, he's not." No. Um, who are you picking, Dave? Behave. Bengals. Alright, so okay, right. We'll Everyone pun- we'll punch Dave in for the Bengals. Yeah. yeah Everyone's gone for the Ravens. Do what obviously. You want. <laughs> that took infinitely longer than it needed to. <sighs> the Detroit Lions are at the Chicago Bears. Lions. Lions always NFC shoot North himself in the arse. I know. But, but against yeah. this Bears team. Against that Bears D. This can end up being nine six or something like that. <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree with Simon. I'll go with the Lions just because I can't sit here and rag on the Bears like I have and then go for him. Both guys have gone for the Lions, which is a, a good move. But I would just temper that that David Montgomery, if he can get running, then there may yeah. just be an upset there. So it's not it does beyond say the realms a lot of possibility. How, how far the Bears have come in the fact that everyone's everyone's gone for the Lions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And last season they weren't that far away from making a Super Bowl yeah. appearance. No, really, no. Except for Trubisky, well, who yeah. wasn't good last season. Uh, oh, the Miami Dolphins, fresh off the win. They're going to the Indianapolis Colts, who might have Brissett playing. Let's just say Brissett is playing. Yeah, he'll play. Yeah, he'll play. I think the Colts win this. Even if Hoyer was playing. I think the Colts win this. Yeah. Dave? Yeah, move on. Yeah, both guys have gone for nothing, the Colts as well. To see here. Possibly. Uh, and also, um, it was it Preston Williams... The wide receiver got two touchdowns for the Dolphins. He's out for the foreseeable as well, so that's another one. He'll be traded by the time this podcast is <laughs> We get two first. <laughs> let's, uh, we've got three games left, so let's see what happens here between the LA Rams. Rams. At the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rams. <laughs> Disrespectful, man. Rams off their bye, are they? Yeah. yeah. They're off the yeah. bye, and they're away at the Steelers. Oh, he said the Steelers? Yeah. Rams. <laughs> is Connor playing is he back no there? oh Rams <laughs> yeah I'm going to go Rams as well sorry Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well the King's gone for the Rams but Jake very sensibly has gone for the Steelers oh, so. somebody wants to get back on to do some picks oh, you know what I'm <laughs> look you laughed last week yeah no I didn't laugh last no this is you disrespected me last week commas, otherwise known as I didn't Jim dis- whatever I didn't dis- this is not me either last week I had no influence on this as I picks. said if Brissett had stayed in the whole game, the Colts win. Yeah. No. No, I agree. No, no, no. I mean, he, ooh, the Rams backup quarterbacks, Bortles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put in the caveat, if Bortles is in, I'm going for 
Rams. Yeah, I knew you'd do that. There we go. <laughs> right, Sunday night. The Minnesota Vikings, who took a loss against the Chiefs, are at the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go Vikings. Cause... What's, what's the stats here on Sunday night for the Vikings? How are they doing on the primetime game? Pass. <laughs> no, primetime, they're terrible. Okay. They're really terrible. So they basically, apparently, part of the stats are when um, Cousins plays. It's not just been at um, the Vikings. It's been Cousins even when he was at the Skins. When he plays British time at 6 o'clock, um, he's absolutely fine. When he plays against a team with a winning record in the night in the primetime games, he really struggles. This is a this is a team with a winning record. You know, I think and that's a bit unfair time. on Cousins. I mean, you know, you're talking about the Redskins no, and then the Vikings. That are... Yeah, the Redskins yeah, yeah. were a different team then than they are now. Yeah. It's a different proposition. But he's been he's he's played over what he's played what twenty four games for them. The pattern started to emerge. For me it's simply that I don't trust the Vikings and I do trust the um the Cowboys. I trust the Cowboys to put in more of a defence than I do uh, more of a performance than I do the Vikings, so I'd go Cowboys. Okay. So I've said the Vikings already. You said it already. All right. Uh, the King's gone for Vikings. Jake's gone for the Cowboys. Mm. Jake's smart. <laughs> we'll see when we his onions. A Monday night. This is going to be a great game as well. It's the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. The only unbeaten team left in the NFL. At home. I would just let you know, guys, that the Seahawks are 4-0 away, away from home. If that's any help at all. I mean, history tells us that the Seahawks do very well against the 49ers, but this is a very different 49ers. <laughs> yeah, this is the 1990 10-0 49ers start, basically. I will go for the 49ers, uh-huh. but they are playing the best quarterback in the league, in my <sighs> opinion. That is a bold statement to make there. So, Sorry, can who are you picking then? Yeah, I'm going to go to the Niners as well. Yeah, yeah, I just think they look really good. So, yeah, the defensive look at- line's great, secondary's great, running game, everything's great. They just look superb, and they just got better as well on offense. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think that the fact they've got all three phases. If you look at the Seahawks, they got close with the the Bucks, and you know if they really are going to be competitive, you need to be putting away teams like the Bucks, especially at home. Um, so there we go. Yeah, what did the other two say? Uh, they both went for the 49ers so fair enough the streak continues as far as mm. everyone's concerned it seems a sensible thing to do I know not to hark back to this game but it seems a sensible thing to do mainly because I don't really see many ways in which the Seahawks can win they can't go there and make it a dirty game in the trenches because they won't win they they haven't got the character I think to do it they can't dig deep and create enough plays in order to do that it's basically on Russell Wilson yeah they can't make it a shootout because I mean that Seattle defense ain't stopping the 49ers it is as you say it's it's on Russell Wilson and they need to make Carson they need him to have as many carries as possible to open the backfield but there's a certain Mr. Bosa what's going to have that's going to be a really interesting battle the number of um, runs that Carson has against against Bosa yeah that would be interesting it's going to be a great game there's some really good matchups this week yeah and uh, yeah, can't wait to see them. The Broncos, Eagles, Jags, Patriots, Skins, and Texans are all on a bye this week. It's nice to know the Broncos aren't going to lose this week. <laughs> they won last week. 
So yeah, that's why it's 13 games to go. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give us a like and subscribe. Comment on the video as well. Tell us you know what was right and what was wrong about those picks. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. It's out every week. Jim and the King NFL Podcast. Um, catch it on iTunes and uh, Double Pod and all the other places you can find a podcast if it's a decent one. Um, yeah. Anything else to say, guys, before we sign off? All happy with everything there? We didn't miss anything? Nope, all good from me. We got all the games, didn't we? So we, got we did, all. yeah. Yeah, you tried yeah. hard, but we didn't. <laughs> yeah, you tried to miss one. Yeah, well. I mean, you to be fair, of all the ones to miss, that, that, that's a good that's a good candidate. <laughs> well, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Philly Side. That's been Denver Dave, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah.